That crusty yellow pillow may seem cozy, but it can breed allergens and irritants. The grime inside builds up over time and causes respiratory issues, according to USA Today. Notably, the American Lung Association found that four out of five U.S. homes have dust mite allergens in at least one bed, triggering asthma. This is Pulse Check. I'm Evan Peng. The White House is asking Congress to provide $1.55 billion in supplemental funding to help states and territories provide treatment, harm reduction, and recovery support services to people with opioid use disorder. The request is part of a roughly $56 billion supplemental funding request the Biden administration sent to Congress Wednesday, which includes money for a range of domestic priorities, including aid to the child care industry and natural disaster recovery funds. Brian King, the nation's chief tobacco regulator, said Thursday at a Food and Drug Law Institute conference that the agency hopes to finalize rules banning menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars by the end of the year. The agency has come under criticism for these delays after it originally targeted finalizing them in August of this year, though these were not formal deadlines. King also said that the agency would propose a rule to limit the amount of nicotine in cigarettes after the other two product standards were finalized. And Republicans and Democrats in both chambers of Congress, as well as the Biden administration across agencies, are attacking health workforce concerns on a number of fronts. Politico healthcare reporter Daniel Payne is here with more. Hey, Daniel. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So strengthening the country's health workforce has been a huge issue for policymakers this year. And we've seen a lot of that this week, right? Absolutely. Earlier this week, the House Energy and Commerce Committee had a hearing that was related to this. The American Medical Association is in Washington lobbying on this. The CDC and the Biden administration through CMS has been talking about this. So really every part of the government right now in some way is focused on this particular issue, whether that is to try to form new policies or refine existing policies or have input on proposed policies. So to my understanding, lawmakers do want to address workforce issues, but only in certain ways. It really depends on who we're talking about and which committees we're talking about. The Energy and Commerce hearing earlier this week, the discussion was over a Biden administration proposal that would have for the first time set a minimum staffing standard for long-term care facilities like nursing homes. There are a lot of Republicans in that committee and some Democrats across Congress who are concerned about that and how it might decrease access. There are other Democrats who think this is a good thing and probably think it doesn't go quite far enough to protect protect patients, which is also something that patient advocates in the industry are weighing in on really heavily. So that right now is a huge issue for health providers in that sector, but it goes beyond that too. Yeah, so it's more than just long-term care facilities. What else are lawmakers looking at? They're looking at general health workforce pipeline issues, how we can train enough nurses, doctors, dentists, therapists. This has been in discussion for a long time, but a lot of these policies are finally working their way through from hearings earlier this year to try to understand the issue to having some legislative text that has gone through committee. And now that we're at the end of the year, seeing opportunities to get it across the finish line into President Biden's desk. And on the other side, what is the industry doing while Washington works through these issues? 
The industry is very, very concerned about workforce. It's a big financial drag for a lot of hospitals, for instance. They're paying a lot in labor costs. There's been a lot of burnout that is concerning to people who are health workers. A lot of them have seen staffing problems that make their jobs harder. So they're really looking at every possibility to improve the situation. That includes new models of how different health providers work, how they can integrate technology to try to make jobs easier or more efficient. And health workers are also getting involved. Union action seems to be up. There have been a lot of big strikes in this arena. And there's just a a general sense of urgency about this issue through the pandemic and now looking beyond how to have some sustainable policies and solutions to deal with these issues. All right. Thanks for talking to me, Daniel. Thanks so much, Evan. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Evan Pang. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting, Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.